I got one life, got a made up mind, one time to live, one time to die, I gotta make my one count, one life, got a made up mind, one time to live, one time to die, I gotta make my one count. Praise the Lord. God bless you. This is Tay Love preaching Jesus the Christ. You're listening to One Life with Tay Love via MadeUpMind.com. God bless you. It is a glorious day. Wherever you are listening, wherever you are tuning in, whatever device you have, Jesus Christ is Lord of all. I greet you in Jesus' name. And I want to let you know that this podcast is a continuation from the previous one. We didn't want to make it too long, so we just prayed and sought another episode. The last episode was called Army of Harlots 1. This is Army of Harlots 2. The subtitle for both of these, if I had one, would be called Lust for Hire. So let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I just praise you and thank you for your word. Thank you that you are absolutely no respecter of person. God, you created us. You love us. You died on the cross to redeem us. Eternal life is here, even before the listener who does not believe in you. For the skeptic, the atheist, for the Eastern mystic religionist, for the new age thinker and, and the, uh, the, the secular humanists, God, you are able to save them and you have offered them eternal life the same. You have extended to them, to every human being, the free gift of salvation moved by your spirit today that those who hear will receive the gift of salvation by declaring you and making you Lord of their lives. Have your way, God. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. God bless you. Let's continue with Army of Harlots 2, Lust for Hire. I would strongly encourage you, if you have not already done so, go back, take some time, and listen to the previous podcast. We're in uh, the holidays for most people in the world. There's a lot of parents that are all families that are together. There are a lot of children, kids, teens, college folk just sitting around. Why don't you take this time to dive into God's word? That's my charge and challenge to you today, because one thing about time, you do not get time back. Take the time to dive into God's word, to strengthen strengthen yourself. (laughs) So excited, I'm fumbling over my words, but taking the time to strengthen yourself, as Jude 1 tells us, but ye beloved, building up yourselves in your most holy faith. That's what I pray that you do. Let's get into this. We're not going to say and cover and go over all that we did in the previous podcast, but we are going to pick up from that previous episode. We kind of centered that podcast around the word harlot. Okay. Again, can't get into all the nuts and bolts, but I will say harlot defined and investigated when it's chased out, it reveals a big hinge, meaning a door that opens and closes from one room to another is done so because of the hinges that it's attached on. 
If the hinges were faulty or broken, if the hinges are rusty, then that door cannot open and close or let one person go from one room to the next or outside to the inside of a house and vice versa. That's the word idolatry. Idolatry is under the umbrella or deep in the word web of harlot. And when we look at the word idolatry, we then stumble upon a word called image. So harlot, idolatry, and image. This is from the compound Greek word that's called idololatres. Again, I'm not a Greek scholar. The accent may be a little bit off, but idololatres can pretty much be summed up like this. These women look at an appearance and hire themselves in the form of what they see to do what they worship, not just to do what they do, but to become what they worship. Yes, even the Bible talks about this. Psalm 115 verse 8. I got a song on the next new album called Free One. And it's called, I got, well, it's called nothing to be. Nothing to be is off of this verse, a text in Psalm 115, one through eight. But verse eight is what the image of the one that is worshiped does for the worshiper. And it says, Psalm 115, verse eight, let's read a few different translations. The message translation says, those who make them have become just like them have become just like the gods they trust. Psalm 115.8, the Living Bible says, And those who make them and worship them are just as foolish as their idols are. Psalm 115.8, the Living Bible. Ladies and gentlemen, the question is this. What is the image you worship? Who is your idol. Piggybacking off the previous podcast, the army of harlots surrounded around in a documentary called LA Stripped, following the lives of five ladies who got into the life of stripping. They all have pain in their life. They, they all are dealing with substances. They're still trying to manage and basically medicate or uh, what's the word? They're basically trying to cope with the pain and they feel that this way of life is a thing that helps them do that. But what is the image you worship? Who is your idol? Looking at these ladies, the issue is around the word harlot. And because they're in that lifestyle, they have become harlots. They have enlisted themselves in the army of harlots. I say army because now this has become a standard for many different kinds of females all over the world to enlist themselves in the various social media platforms. You got professionals, teachers, and doctors and nurses that have traded in modest, honest uh, 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 vocations of integrity and public things to the nasty, the dark, and the private uh, uh, army of harlots. 
So harlot, harlot is a sister to the word seductress. Seductress, what is a seductress? Seductress, that's, that's a tongue twister there. The female who commands the most lust for hire. That's the image. When we looked at that Greek word idololatres, and, and it's part of that is an image that they see or to see, they're looking at an image. The image that these ladies see is a harlot or a seductress who commands the most lust for hire. That's the image they say to themselves. I want that. I want to be that. You remember back in the day, they used to have a commercial, several commercials around Michael Jordan that say, I want to be like Mike, Mike, Mike. They had songs and kids would go outside and try to shoot the jumper and stick their tongue out and do the layups and imitate Michael Jordan and be playing. And, you know, that was an image that they worshipped. It was something to say, I want to be like him. They looked and they saw the idol, Michael Jordan, many people in basketball, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and so many others who are coming in the ranks now still hold and herald Michael Jordan as the greatest basketball player that ever played the game. Now, if we were in a room full of men, of course, we can kick that around as far as one opinion from another. But at the end of the day, little kids looked at Michael Jordan and say, I want that. That's why you got so many kids in organized sports that are playing because of the trend and the trajectory that Michael Jordan set because of how good he played. And some of these women in the world in the army of harlots, these seductresses, have made uh, so much success of themselves. They have, have, they have created whole entire empires that are now all over the internet that now little girls are trading in their images of doctors and lawyers. They're trading in their images of teachers and business ladies who work in an office. They're trading in the image of cooks and baking uh, folks who, uh, you know, a, a woman who owns a bakery or a florist or a seamstress. They're, they're, they're trading in all of those images because they want to enlist themselves in the army of harlots because they see these women who are successful. It's the same thing with boys who want to be rappers looking like fools, looking like idiots, looking like hoodlums and criminals. Their head is all nappy, their pants sagging, they halfway look like they ain't got no hygiene or no tact. And they'd rather walk around looking foolish no belt, shoes untied, pants hanging down, little gold in their mouth, little tats all on their face and everything because of some rapper that also became an idololatres for a lot of these urban kids. Well, this podcast is about an army of harlots, lust for hire. That is what has happened to the female. You even had one lady who was in the WNBA who said, I'm going to supplement my income with OnlyFans. I don't remember what her name is, but I'm sure if you say WNBA star OnlyFans and you Google that, I'm pretty sure you would see who it is. Folks, the idololatres of the female today 
is the harlot. So my question is another question. What happened to the idol of mother? What happened to the idol of wife? What happened to the sensible, modless, godly women's image? The Bible says in Titus 2, 3, it says, uh, the age women likewise in behavior as become of holiness, that they be in behavior as become of holiness, not false accusers, not giving them much wine, uh, uh, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Titus 2, 3 through 5, King James. What happened to the, the image of the woman who is a godly woman? First Peter 3, the one who didn't let her outward and adornment be merely outward with the hair and stuff, but the one who has a quiet and gentle spirit, a meek and humble spirit who called her husband Lord like Sarah did Abraham. Where, where is that image today for the female? But let us keep reading, folks. There's a lady recently in the news. Now, some of you who live in the United States, you're thinking, oh, that's just the United States. No, this thing is worldwide. The army of harlots continues to be enlisted by females all over the world. Okay. December 2nd, over in Scotland, there was a lady. Her name is Kirsty. Buckin, B-U-C-H-A-N, she was fired for her OnlyFans. She was a high school physics teacher in Scotland, supposedly a prominent town, Scotland. Uh, but even this lady said, you know what I like? I have my idololatres. I have an image that I see and I worship and I want to become. And she became a harlot. She traded in the scholastic and the academia of being a high school physics teacher. Now that takes some work. She traded in her degrees and all her credentials and her, her, her little, uh, the things that make for her to have that kind of a role. She traded in the influence of being in the lives of high school boys and girls every day, several months a year. She traded that in to enlist in the army of harlots, lust for hire. So let me give you a combination. That's the point of this one. I didn't want to get into all of that reading because that podcast was already long, but let me give you a combination that's going to set you free. If you are standing at the uh, entrance processing station of the army of harlots, if you're in the lifestyle of the army of harlots, if you have been uh, wooing and wooed to be lust for hire, if that's been your cup of tea, let me set you free with this combination uh, uh, to the lock that's on your mind, the lock that's on your heart, the lock that has gripped your emotions or your psychology. Let me give you a combination from the word of God that will set anybody free who applies the combination. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Tay Love preaching Jesus the Christ. You're listening to One Life with Tay Love via madeupmind.com. 
Please share this podcast. Don't let people stay in the dark. Do you know how many things we're able to know today because of YouTube and Google? We are in the information age from changing a light bulb to the way a battery is inserted in one device to, 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 to what to eat or drink. If you have the sinus infection or uh, how to, how to uh, cook or, you know, we have so much information out there. And then you have Christians, believers, those who claim Jesus is Lord, who will sit on the truth and won't tell anybody. Don't let it be you. Do your part. Share the gospel. Tell your family. Tell your coworker. Tell your children by sharing. Simply click a few buttons and put the podcast in somebody else's life. Let the word of God flow from you. You can be a little virtual digital evangelist. Don't you know the Billy Graham Association, Evangelistic Association has hired people that are called that are that serve in what's called Internet evangelism. You can use this digital platform to share the gospel. You ain't got to come up with all the stuff. Just when you hear something, you know it's powerful and God move on you, share it. So share this podcast in Jesus name. Now let's get to the combination. I know you've been waiting. I call this combination five, six, seven combination five, six, seven. So if you had a lock and you went five, six and seven, you can be set free and be released from the army of harlots. You can break that idololatres of harlotry and being a seductress. You can break that thing right now with this combination five, six, seven. What is that five, six, and seven? Of course, we're going to go to the word of God. And that five, six, seven comes out of the book of Proverbs. So let me give you the combination right now. Proverbs five, one through six, New King James Version. It says, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding that you may preserve discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her path of life. Her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Proverbs 5, 1 through 6, New King James Version. Let's go to the 6. Proverbs 6, 24 through 28, New King James Version. To keep you from the evil woman. Now, you know, Proverbs, he always says, get wisdom, get understanding, get knowledge, hold on to the word. That's what he's done for 20 verses already. But we get down here to 24 and he's talking about the immoral woman to keep you from the evil woman from the flattering tongue of a seductress. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart. Yeah, these ain't no oogly boogly looking women. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her allure you with her eyelids. For by means of a harlot, a man is reduced 
to a crust of bread. And an adulteress will prey upon his precious life. Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes and not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? Proverbs 6, 24 through 28. Do not be reduced to a crust of bread. (laughs) And let's go to the seven in the combination. We're going to read the whole thing. Proverbs chapter seven. New King James Version. It is titled at the top, The Wiles of a Harlot. Listen carefully, especially if you're a male, especially if you're a young man. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, You are my sister and call understanding your nearest kin that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. The next section is called the crafty harlot. For at the window of my house, I looked through my lattice and I and saw among the simple, I perceived the youths. A young man devoid of understanding. Y'all see her her market base passing along the street near her corner. And he took the path to her house in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night. Folks, I'm reading the Bible. I got a borrow from Dr. Brian Loritz way over at Summit Church. He said this when he was in Memphis. The Bible is rated R. That doesn't mean it's a porno flick or it's, you know, ex uh, expletives all over the place, but it deals with the reality of sin. And there are some sins that people don't want to acknowledge or accept and harlotry and the sin in the army of harlots is one of them. Let's keep reading. We're reading out of uh, Proverbs seven. We're down at verse 10. And there a woman met him. With the attire of a harlot and a crafty heart. Okay, so we know that's why the Bible tells women, 1 Timothy 2, dress modestly because there's a difference between what a woman who's following Jesus should be wearing and a harlot should be wearing. Ladies, if you're wearing clothes that scream or suggest sex, chances are, as this verse says, it's probably in the bucket of the attire of a harlot. That's another song for another day. Let's keep going. She was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay home. At times she was outside. At times in the open square, lurking at every corner. So she caught him and kissed him. With an impudent face, she said to him, I have peace offerings with me. Today I have paid my vows. So I came out to meet you diligently to seek your face and I have found you. I have spread my bed with tapestry, colored coverings of Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us delight ourselves with love for my husband is not home, not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He has taken a bag of money with him and will come home on the appointed day. With her enticing speech, we're at verse 21. 
with her enticing speech, she caused him to yield. Watch this, folks. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. Immediately, he went after her as an ox to the slaughter or as a fool to the correction of the stocks till an arrow struck his liver. Ooh, I know that hurt. As a bird hastens to the snare, he did not know it would cost him his life. 24. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For she has cast down many wounded, and all who were slain by her were strong men. Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. Proverbs 7. That combination, folks, 5, 6, 7, will unlock you, will release you, and let you get your papers and run up out of there from the army of harlots. You can run from the army of harlots to the altar of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to say a few things because I do not want people to take me the wrong way. One, I am not bashing females. I am not bashing women. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm not. So, so just, just keep that in mind. So that's not what we're doing here. Of course, if I was a woman basher and all those types of things, I probably wouldn't be a Christian. But for me, I love my wife as Christ loved the church. And in the perfect scenario, I'm going to court my daughter to, to be hooked on me, to desire a man who's just like me, a man who loves Jesus and all the other attributes of a man so that anybody who doesn't fit my template. Uh, she'll reject. She'll have a uh, some type of reaction to where, you know, it's like, blah, it doesn't fit. So that's my attitude. Courting baby girl, you know, treated like a princess, be a gentleman to her. You know, another version of how I would how I do my wife. So it's almost like you got two wives. You got a queen and a princess and you got to you got to kind of, you know, work it that way. That's my own two cents when it comes to how I feel about my wife and my daughter. And of course, Mama, got to love mama, spend time with mama, talk to mama, think about mama, pray for mama, etc. So I'm not bashing females. However, we have to say what thus saith the Lord, and we have to let these young men and women know, especially when it comes to the army of harlots and this new fad of lust for hire, we've got to let them know that is not God's will for your life. God's will for your life is is himself. Galatians 2.20. For I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, not yet I, but Christ live within me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20, King James Version. Folks, we're going to stop right there because you know when it comes to God's word, it is inexhaustible. And as a lover of his word, I can talk about Jesus all day. So we're going to stop there. Folks, I hope this has been a blessing to you. Please share the podcast with one or two people. I know I've been saying that, but it's not about me. People, when we look at the word and how it's being delivered today in countless churches, the truth has been diminished and dulled 
And it's all about spiritual political correctness and all this other stuff. But guys, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to, to share God's word. May this be one outlet that you share with others. Until next time. Hit the trash bag, preach the gospel bag. 2819, make disciples of all. Make disciples of one life, one death, one time. Make disciples, make disciples, make disciples.